Welcome to episode seven of the From Busy to Rich podcast with Wes Young. In this episode, we'll dive deeper into how you as an advisor can gather what you need from your client and find common ground so they make the decision to work with you. Well, welcome back, Wes. Good to see you again. You too, Andy. Uh, Cody, nice to see you as well, my friend. Good seeing you, Andy. Thank you. Cody, I actually want to start with you. Uh, as you've been working with Wes and he's been, you know, uh, you know he's, as he trains the staff, today we're going to talk about healthy tension, creating healthy tension in, in meetings. And, and, and again, it's sort of the, it's the job, I think, of a trainer. You know, their job is not to make the person they're training feel comfortable, right? It's sort of to get comfortable being uncomfortable, to, to be okay with a tension or pushing them uh, to answer difficult questions or do difficult things that they normally wouldn't do on their own. Because if you would do it on your own, you wouldn't need a trainer, right? If you could do these things on your own, you wouldn't have an, you wouldn't need an advisor essentially. Um, and so can, can you think of a time uh, or a change that you've made in the way you run meetings because of your work with Wes, where you're like, you know what, I know it's my job now to create a healthy tension. Can you give me an example of how you do that in meetings? Yeah, you know, I think it's just the, um, you know, kind of like we talked about last episode is just setting it up with the common ground, but then also just the way we ask questions and just, you know, get, walking people through and, and just getting them to open up to us. Um, but then also to, you know, just the way we ask the questions and the process, it really creates the tension itself. Um, and it's healthy tension. So, Wes, when you think about healthy tension, uh, again, we sort of use the analogy, like I like weightlifting as an example of like, you, you you don't hear people in the weight room going, this is so heavy. Like, yeah, yeah that's the idea, right? Like, yeah. you know, how can I make this easier? Like, well, it's, it's actually intentional to have the tension, right? Yeah. So, so how do you create, uh, because you have to have the tension, right? right? You have to, you have to get to the point where there's some measure of, we have to make difficult decisions. We have to talk about things that you don't yeah. necessarily want to talk about. How do you do that without making people feel uncomfortable to the point where they want to exit? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I think in large part, Andy, is the past episode that we just did. It's the first part of this meeting. So anybody listening today, go. you need to go back and watch that and listen to that one because part of it is if I'm going to prepare to, to work my muscles out and, and make tension on my muscles so that ultimately they get... Uh, they stay in, in greater health and get in, and don't fatigue as fast. I, I, I might want to make sure that my body's well fueled prior to that so that I'm, I'm well prepared to receive and handle the tension that's going to come up in the process. Same thing with this meeting. If you skip directly to what we're going to talk about today and just jump into healthy tension, it is not going to go well. I, I can just tell you that it's 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 and so you managed to make a living doing it anyway because I watch a lot of advisors skip those first two parts the the welcome and the common ground but they are critical to preparing people to really be excited about the tension not not want to run away from it they want to run towards it because inevitably the tension we're trying to create that's healthy is to help people understand hey I'm in a story about money my, my story involves a place I'm coming from and a future that I want to create that's not yet a part of my reality. And, and there are things I can do that are going to help me go further, faster. They're going to help me make better decisions, live with fewer regrets. I'm going to be able to navigate that road in a more powerful way. To do that, I've got to know what my gap is. Like, where am I relative to where I'm trying to go? So this whole healthy tension, that's really the kind of tension we're trying to manifest here is where are you relative to the things that matter most and, and what can we do about it? So how do you get people to, and, and how do you create healthy tension um, 
versus why are you asking about these things? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, let, let's be frank, even people who are very successful, you know, I, I was raised as a, as a, as a kid to say, you don't ask people two questions. How much money do you make and who'd you vote for? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, you know, and, 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 you know, it, it's, I think there's different reasons you're not supposed to ask those questions, you know, right. uh, one is sort of the the voting. It's like it's private. And now in 2022, it's more about like uh, you're going to get in an argument uh, if you, you know, quote, sure. voted for the wrong person. But with the, how much money do you make and just talk about talking about money that, that it's it is fascinating how something that everyone experiences. Everyone and some people that you're talking about are doing very well. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's still something you don't talk about. So, so, so how do you talk about it in a way that people feel good and not like none of your business or, or they're not giving you all the information? How how do you get there? Well, I think uh, I would say two things to that. One is the preparation before you start asking these questions is imperative. So when we've talked about the, like uh, the common ground, You've got to do that step or, or this will not go well because people are like, well, why do, you, why do you need to know that? Or we haven't known each other long enough for you to ask me that question. So everything we talked about in, in the session last, it is a requirement for this piece to go well. You cannot detach the two. It's right. what gets them to lean in and go, ask me. I, I want to know. I want you to ask me these questions. Um, if, if for some reason, let's say you didn't do that as well and you find yourself in here and you do, you're starting to ask these questions, I'm going to give you a real, I think, unique but extraordinarily powerful way to ask these questions. Um, if you did like not set it up well, and, and they were like, well, why do you need to know that? Or I don't know they're known each other long enough to set, tell you that you can always re- rewind. You can go, well, it's pretty, it's pretty simple. It's, there's hundreds of thousands of combinations of planning ideas. Right. What makes one relevant is totally dependent on the story you're navigating about money, where you are relative to what matters. I can give you some examples and, and make sure that that yeah. is enough to you to want to give me more information yeah. to be, helpful to you. So you remember that and you, and you will have a little bit of that, especially if meetings aren't set up well, but I will tell you, Andy, I mean, this is just our experience. More, I would say 99% of the time, if you do the, 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 what we did last session, if you do the welcome and you do common ground, well, you will have zero pushback on all these personal, intimate financial questions. You're going to, you're going to ask because what'd you do? You, you told them what you're about to do and why you're about to do it. You gave them why you didn't just start into these questions. So that's imperative. Um, how you ask the questions themselves is really important because I, I, I mean, I can tell you early days of my like fact, most people would call what we're about to do a fact finding conversation. Yeah, It, it was more like an interrogation. Like we, all yeah, we I was thinking, I was thinking the difference. Light. I'm sorry. Oh all yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark room and a light. Like, right. I was thinking of the difference of this, the, the, and again, it's sort of like when do people what's the situation where you ask people essentially the same questions, but there's a completely different feel. Right. And I was thinking about an interrogation and I was thinking about the difference between and I, and I mean this sincerely, like imagine your client sitting with someone from the IRS and, and them asking the exact same questions you ask as an advisor. Right. Yeah. Um, tell me about um, your income. <laughs> you know, tell me about your vacation home. Tell me about your rental properties. Tell me about um, the different accounts you have at this bank and that bank, right? 
Tell me about your car loans. Tell me about this gift mm-hmm. that you, I mean, and, and, and it's funny. I wish I, if, if people could see the video, it's sort of like this tight lipped, all three, all you two guys sure. are just like, whoop, 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 whoop. you know, like it, they're all, those are all landmines. And you're just sort of like, uh, what should I share? Right. Right. Uh, what are you going to do with that information versus if it's part of a larger common yeah. ground yeah. of I want to I want to change I want to I want to leave my church a half a million dollars. I want to build 100 wells wherever, you know what I mean? I want to fund, you know, this many schools in my community. I want my kids to not have to worry about a down payment for their first house. I want to pay for my grandkids college. Da, 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 da. Ask it, then you answer those questions and ask those questions. It's a very different conversation. Yeah, the atmosphere right? is completely different. And I, what I would say, Wes, is, and you can disagree, uh, it'd be fun if you did, but uh, is it possible that if you have not set it up correctly, that people really feel like uh, they feel interrogated? They, they don't feel like that. that's my information. Right. <laughs> what are you doing with it? Well, I think you it's know? two things. I think it's, it's, it's how you ask the question. And I think, and I think second, it's, did you tell them why you're about to do what you're going to do? And that's really what the yeah. welcome was all about in a way yeah. that they were excited to answer these questions. Exactly. Not, not yeah. the other way. And so that's why it's so imperative to do that. Then the second part, and this is, this, this would have changed my, my fact finding life in the early days. If I'd have had this really simple way, conversational way, not in terror, because you, you, you know, it's not like how much money you make, what's your wife's name, what's your birthday, <laughs> right, right, right. you know, where's your money at? And versus I'm going to get all that stuff. All that stuff's important to know, but, but here, here's just simple words that make it so much easier and so much more fun. Hey, tell me about your family. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your real estate. Tell me about your, your business. Tell me about the liquidity you have. And what I mean by that is, yeah. so it's tell me about, tell me about, tell me about, here's what generally happens, Andy. And, and, and Cody and I have lived through this countless times. They're going to give you 90% of the information you would have interrogated out of them anyway. And then you can go back and pick up the couple of other pieces that they may have missed. Like, oh, okay, and is that an S corp or a, a C corp, or is this? So, as an example, or- as an example, Wes, when you say, "Tell me about your business," I doubt that they say, and maybe I'm wrong, but like, I doubt they go, "Well, let me tell you the financials." Like, they probably yeah. go, "Well, we started," you know, That's "My right. dad started it," you know, they 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 tell you about their business. Now, yeah, I also the think story that, they're in in that business, yeah. but then they probably go. You know, we started this many, we've got, we're up to this many employees and then they probably go and this year we'll probably do this much. And, yep. you know what I mean? And we're, we're thinking about profit, like they probably will get to where you want them to go. The difference is to say, to ask them this, the question this way, what are your business financials? Yeah, that's right. You can ask that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Versus tell me about your family. Right. You know? Okay. Tell me about. Uh, how you feel about your family's financial situation. Tell me how you feel about your income. It, you know, they'll get to the part where they tell you about their income. They'll That's get right. to the number, but you'll get it wrapped That's right. and delivered in really helpful information. It'll get yeah, You're going to learn so much more than yeah. just that question. You're, 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 you're getting pieces from all over. And then, like I said, you go back and pick up the pieces that, that you know were missed that you need. Couple of funny things on this too, and and we'll make this resource available um, in the show notes as well. But as we have a, you know, we're one hundred percent remote office, so we we all mm-hmm. our team members are remote, or our clients are remote. But but even before COVID, by the way, so this is this is like not not a new thing for us. But 
I've always been an earlier adopter of, of technology. And so one of the things early on, on the iPad, we use a, we use a uh, app called Note Ability, Note Ability. And on it, I have what I call the iPad Fact Finder. Now, it used to be the Yellow Pad Fact Finder, and it just has margin notes of like checklist of ideas, checklist of things to say, remember to ask this. So, mm-hmm. and it breaks them down. And, and here's the deal. I can do it without that, but it's just a nice thing to be able to refer back to, to make sure I didn't miss something. Cause, mm-hmm. cause you know, and, and again, fact conversations, uh, that's why I just laugh at the, like people come out with the latest, greatest fact finder. And they're like, well, why didn't you just type it in as you go through? Cause conversations don't work that way. And if I ask you, tell me about my, your business, you may tell me some stuff about your family, stuff about your IRA, stuff about the, the tax situation you're in. And, and I'm not going, well, I'm not to that part yet, Andy. Don't tell me that information. We're, we'll get to, we're, we're part, we're up here in the section. So right. let me, we're, let me just finish all these questions. So you're just writing and notability is fun because I can write all that stuff down. It's kind of like you're, you know, triaging all this information coming at you. And when we're done, cool part is I can reorganize that really easily, just moving it right. around. And then I can upload it to, uh, to our server where our, uh, one of our project managers creates the initial analysis. But so, so I would say there's, there's that component. The other component that's super funny is like most people can get this. They can say, okay, I'll, I'll start using that. Tell me about, tell me about, tell me about. Most people in our industry, um, and, and they typically, the money is the client. The money is the client. They want to know exactly how much money they have. And um, the thing that gets missed is there is so much to do with the client's financial story other than the amount of liquidity they have or investment account they have and how they're investing it. That is so relevant in so many ways. We as curators of great ideas can help them that there's, there's, they just don't ask good questions. When we are hiring somebody, I mean, you, you, one, you really got to want to work for our organization to work to, to, to do this because we, we test people in all these personality tests and things like that. But we make them go through this meeting with us if they're an advisor. Um, you know, Cody went through this process. He can, he can sell how, you know, you're doing, you're basically demonstrating this meeting for me and a couple other folks that are educated observers in this space. But here's the thing. Cody, Cody did great. He passed, you know, he, he came through. I will tell you people that have made a living in this business and, and are good, like, like right. they've made a living are so bad at this meeting because they, they would, they'd be like, they'd be like, okay, tell me about your business. And then they'd move on. And, and I, I would, you know, I had a fact pattern that I was, I had ready to go. And they're like, well, you never asked me about if I own any real estate and, and you never asked me if I rent my real estate from my, or my business rents, my real estate from me. You never asked me about what you thought the real estate was worth. You never asked me about what you thought the business was worth and what it was producing in income. You never asked me. Is that me, because it wasn't in the fact finder or what's the, oh, no, why no, it's, it, it's like represented on there, but they just, how they're, they're, they're so conditioned to be, well, tell me about the money. Cause that's the area that I, I can right. manage your money for you. And, and, and maybe I can sell you some insurance, you know, instead of going, I, the more I know about your whole story financially, the better and more powerful I'm going to be in your life because I know a whole bunch of stuff that has nothing to do. Yeah. We're going to manage money. It's going to be great. We're good at it. We're going to, we're going to put insurance in place if you need it, that we're, we're good at that. But there's a whole like world of conversations that we can add a ton of value, increase profitability, quality of life with the clients we serve. But, but you got to want to be that. And I think that's why we love the context of the most powerful financial relationships happen in the context of a holistic fee-based financial planning. And the more, the more you're that, you don't, you know, I don't have to sell a product to get paid and add value to this client. So I think a couple things on the fact finding, and, and we, I know we can keep going on this uh, all day long, but it's, it's 
getting deeper in the question, saying, now tell me about that piece of real estate that and you're, what do you think it's worth? And do you own any other real estate? And when you say words like, tell me about your liquidity, what I mean by that is, because people, I've had, I've had business owners and I say, tell me about your liquidity and don't quantify it, or don't, don't go deeper than that. And I say, well, I've got a 401k and it's worth this. And I've got a uh, IRA, it's worth this. I've got a savings account. I've got a, a stock account. I'm like, great. Now tell me about any other liquidity that you have that's not like personal liquidity. Do you have any liquidity in your business? Yeah. Oh yeah. We keep $4 million in the, in the business uh, asset. Because I need to know that because you know what? Why is that money there? Well, I can do a lot with that money to help increase their profitability and quality of life. But if they compartmentalize, when I said liquidity, I didn't mean business liquidity. They may not think to tell me about it. So you've mm-hmm. really got to drill these down. And I will tell you, advisors who've been doing this, yeah, operating, existing in this business for a long time, they they don't ask the next question because the money's the client for them. And they don't even, but they don't even, they're not even good at getting that a lot of times, which is, which is ironic. And uh, so we, we just want to make sure that they ask the next question and it's easy. It's conversational. It's tell me about, tell me about, tell me about. You know, the, I, I'm having this picture of, because, you know, it's 2022 and there are still people that are, I'm trying to remember what it was. It was something I saw in the news this week where someone was, you know, there's some archeological dig and they found this, you know, they found something at this dig. And I think, you know, they found that because they have a system, they're thorough, they don't rush it, you know, they have the right tools. And, yes. and I mean, there's still things being discovered that people walk past every day because with the right set of eyes, the right set of tools, the right amount of patience yeah. uh, and, and the right measure of thoroughness, yeah. right? You can discover things. And I think that the, the difficult tension that those who are listening may feel is, Wes, this sounds great, but I need to make a living, right? And so I get paid when I ask about their money. I get paid when I ask about how much money do yours, your family need should you pass, right? Uh, and and it's, it's hard to have a larger vision for the services you provide and really seeing value in your advice when you really haven't gotten paid for those things before. I think mm-hmm. once you have gotten paid for them, it's like, oh, okay. I, like people will actually pay for that, right? There yeah. is value to that. Yeah. Because for a lot of, for some people, I don't know a lot, but for some people listening, it's sort of like, these are just things that I sort of, these are means to an end. These questions, this exploration, these these sort of ideas, I just use them to get to what I really want, if I'm yes. trying to be blunt, like, right? Yes. No, then you're exactly what I really right. need, right? So it is a challenge. It is a change in mindset. It's a change in how you approach your business. But I, I want to encourage you all listening that if you take the time to ask questions with a different that that all this information is valuable and it's not to be cast aside. Oh, I don't need that. I don't need that. Like, oh, actually, that that's really helpful uh, because it can take you down a different road, right? Uh, that account that you feel like you couldn't do anything with before, um, maybe, maybe there is something you could do with it now. And, and are, is you may not, and, and it's not because you put that money into the stock market and you manage it and make 1%. Right. It's because you can help that person's financial situation by doing something different with that money, even right. if it's not in your quote unquote possession. Does that make Correct. sense? Correct. Right. Uh, so I, I think there's got to be a shift in this first meeting that we talk about. It's got to be a shift as an advisor to um, 
my goal is to get as much data as I can. Yep. And all those data points are valuable uh, versus let's get this junk out of the way because I'm just trying to find this yeah. nugget of, I, I, you know, my precious. I've got the golem kind of thing, you know, like yeah. it's mine. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, it's got to be a different attitude, right? Yeah. It's sort of like it's all connected. It's all part of the picture uh, versus, you know, dig, dig, dig. And this is the only thing of value. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think that with that, a couple of things occur. One is even if that's all you did. Now I'm, I'm going to show you like there's two other like end caps here that are really important to, to this. Tell me about conversation. But if all you did is say, tell me about and you kept like re- just recording all these things down and writing them down. What naturally and normally happens are awareness gaps. Like they become aware of, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not really it's not the way I want it to be right now. Or I don't. Yeah, you're, my will is 20 years old or I haven't don't have a will. There's all kinds of little stuff that's going to come up that they're like, yeah, I should probably do something about that. Um, but but then you you want to really solidify it because they've, they've got all this stuff. You're kind of pulling out of them the story that they're in. Both both. Here's my my balance sheet. Right. My income. And, and what am I navigating towards? And there's a couple of things we do. First is one one really good question to ask in every single one of these meetings is, so what's what's it look like? What's a rich life look like for you? You feel like if we're if you're navigating through the next ten years of your life, like what's a day in the life of you look like? What how, how are things working? And then let them dream a little bit. They're going to go. You know, I'd like a I'd like a mountain house, or you know, I'd kind of like to be able to uh, fly private every now and then, or I'd like to. Uh, make sure my kids, uh, we have a, a, a lake house together where everybody's getting together and we take a trip together once a year. Right. And you can even drop some of that stuff in if they're, you know, some people are really good at going, well, I think I kind of like this or this, <coughs> excuse me. Other people are like, they need help. And so you're just like, like, have you ever thought about having a, a like once a year, a massive like family reunion type vacation where, where you've got the wealth in, a, in order to create that or, or whatever it might be. I don't, I don't, I, don't, I just need to get them thinking in that future state. But then, Andy, the most powerful thing that we do, and again, these are all these are all important. They all fit together. Is I'm going to give them at the end of this this healthy tension to really solidify the healthy tension. I'm going to give them the story that they're in about money in language, and that is so critical because every person on the planet is in a story about money, and that story typically revolves around three things. It revolves around income, it revolves around assets, and it revolves around heirs. No matter who it is, I can I can ha- I, I've got all this information from. Them, so here's how I would do that, Andy. I'd say, hey, Andy, th- thanks for sharing all this with me today. It goes without saying, this is this is all confidential. Um, let me try and say back to you what I think I heard you say was important. Okay, num- number one is you got to create a healthy income, and a healthy income is just one that's larger than what you're consuming. I mean, we all we say this all the time, but financial health is like physical health. It's it's not a place you arrive at. It's a condition you continually pursue. Well, if you find that you're in the condition of consuming more than it's being created in income, that is not healthy and you feel it. But you're doing a good job of that, Andy, because you, you, the way you do that is you work. You work in this business that you own. So I'm giving, mm-hmm. him a, I'm giving you your story. I'm telling you how you're creating your healthy income. And several things affect the health of the income that you just created. You're creating $400,000 a year. One thing that happens to it is taxes happen to it. A variety of payroll taxes, income taxes, state, local government taxes. And, and those taxes, one of the things we're going to spend a bunch of time on if we end up doing your planning is how do we legally repurpose as much as we can from the IRS back to your own retained earnings? And, and, and so we're going to spend some time there. Now, the other thing that happens to it is you're consuming money. You're consuming about $200,000 a year. And that's really important because 
It's why you do this other thing that's happening with your income. You're saving some money. Now, you, you told me, by the way, 200000 you feel like you don't have to struggle, you don't have to suffer, you can live at the current standard you're comfortable with. Well, the reason you're also saving $60,000 a year isn't because you run, run out of ideas to spend it. It's because you want to make work optional. And the way you're doing that is you're creating liquidity and investing that liquidity so that one day it's capable of paying you your 200000 whether you're trading time for money or not. Mm-hmm. So one of the things we would do, uh, we'll talk more about is what are the standard of care we can apply to that? In light of the fact there's recessions and inflation and coronavirus and periods of massive prosperity, what's going to be our dance there in order to continue to help you go further faster to increase your profitability and quality of life? And, 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 then, and then the third big area, in addition to that, is you care about your heirs. You want to make a positive impact on the people that your thumbprint affects, whether you live a long time. Or whether you pass away tomorrow and some of this stuff right. like creating the lake house and, and creating that place where that you can be together with them and your kids want to come home and they no longer have to create that kind of environment. But also if something happens to both, both of you tomorrow, what, what what's the plan right now? And I know you said you didn't have a will. So we'll, we'll talk more about those things. And then I would check in with them, Andy. I'd say, are you on? Am I on the right track? And you know what everybody says? Yep. Yep, those are the big things I care about. And you did hit those. And I'd kind of like to know more about the things you can do there. So then I land the plane and I'd say, that's great. So here, here's what I think we should do. And this really is it, to finish up for, for today's conversation. The next step side of things mm-hmm. is I'd say, I want to take everything we talked about. I want to frame it up into a financial snapshot. And I, I just want to sit with our team and think, I want to think about and a lot of the things you said matter and a lot of where you are, w- what are going to be the most relevant areas of planning that we can dive into with you to make the biggest impact in increasing your profitability and quality of life. And I say we connect next week and have a whiteboard strategy session and talk about those. And I think you'll get a good idea of where we'd be focusing in at. We'll give you some very tangible things that, that like I think are going to apply to you. Um, and then if that resonates with you, we can tell you what our annual engagement will, will be and uh, go from there. So Wes and, and Cody, I'll have you chime in on this as well. If you have done a good job in the initial conversation, uh, the, you know, meeting this person or, 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 or have another person say, hey, you should meet with my guy, Cody, right? Um, if, if that, if they have a clear understanding that, that you're not just about AUM and, and insurance products, okay, let's, let's make that assumption. Yep. That, that you're not, it's not like, hey, Edison, I'm just here to talk about life insurance. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe, but it, it, it's unlikely that they, they perceive you in that way. Okay. Yep. That, that they know some sense of like, okay, this person wants to talk about my whole financial world. Okay. Not just, not just one product. Okay. And then you've got the first meeting and uh, you've done a good job of hearing their story, getting some data from them. Um, and, and you, you end that meeting, uh, Cody, um, how do you want, what kind of react, how do you want that client to feel? What kind of reaction do you want that client to have? Uh, it, it, when you've said, okay, great. I've got what I need. Now I want to, I want to put together some, some strategies based on what you've given me, or let's have another meeting where we really dive into some specific strategies that, that I'll bring now that I've got this information. So again, meeting one is a lot of gathering information, getting their story. Meeting two being, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring some strategies. How do you guys know when someone is is jiving with you? 
you know, what, what kind of things do they say? So, you know, things are going well, right? Cause we want advisors that are hearing this to go, this is the reaction I want to get from people, right? Cody, what, do you, what, what kind of things do you hear from people? What kind of reactions do you get to, to know that I'm on the right track? I mean, I think just a lot of us just there, it's their feedback. I mean, it's, uh, they're excited. They, they, you know, they, you know, the, it's a different offer, right? I mean, they say, you know, we've, we haven't ever been to a meeting like that. Um, mm-hmm. They're excited for that next meeting. They're excited to learn more about the strategies. It's not just, you know, like you said, trying to place a product or, or any of that. They're, I mean, most of all, the excitement. Um, we've had, had clients, you know, just having that one meeting tell their friends about us and go ahead and, and get on our calendar, you know, to, right. to have a location themselves. Um, gotcha. Love it. Love it. Wes, they're, what are your they're excited enough. When they're excited enough from having done a location meeting. And again, we've, we've not even gone into the breadth and depth yet of the other things to where they're telling somebody else, this was really valuable to me. That is the telltale sign that, Hey, I'm busy and I got more things to do than there's time. But this is so interesting. I am leaning in, and you should too. I want I want you to lean into this. That's a really telltale sign that what you're doing is working. Yeah. So I want to encourage you who are listening. I think that there is this is before you've actually offered any solutions, right? You've offered any or put in place any strategies. I mean, there's no there's no there's no deliverable yet. But I think that there is a. Uh, if I can use an analogy, like it's sort of like if you go to a marriage counselor and all they do is ask a bunch of questions, but you go, you know what, just the way they're asking these questions, I feel like we're going to get to where we need to go. Right. Right. Like I feel good about this. I don't, I don't know what we're going to do yet, but I feel like we're on this journey together. They understand me. They understand where I want to go. I don't know how we're going to get there. That's their job. But at least I feel like they understand my priorities, my values my situation um that that i can i can trust them to guide us and and what's fascinating is if you can do that as you said they might actually go tell other people listen this person's a good guide and the friend's like well where are they taking you i don't even know yet but i but what are they going to do to get you there i don't know but i know that i trust that they are yeah yeah that's powerful yeah they know where they are relative to where they're trying to go generally. And that's that's something most people don't carry with them regularly. Yeah. And, and again, that's because if if it's about a product, then that's not really the journey necessarily. Right. Um, you know, people people don't generally share about products with, with other people. They, they want to share, hey, my life's getting better and this person's helping me do that. That's right. Um, so, Wes, what do we want to talk about uh, in our next episode? Yeah. So the next episode is really all about expectation. This is where we define the relationship going forward. So in light of the story they're in about money, where they are relative to where they're trying to end up, we're going to whiteboard some really useful thinking and we're going to think together. They're going to get to experience what planning actually is because planning is a verb. It's an activity we engage in together where we think, see, and move more powerfully. And so they're going to get to experience that. And it's going to be tied to in context of the year, their unique story about money. So by the time we're done next time, they're going to be able to see this is the journey I'm on. These guys are super helpful in helping me think critically about how to navigate that journey more powerfully. 
I absolutely want to engage. Please let me pay your fee so that we can get started, so that we can get moving forward. Awesome. Well, gentlemen, thank you for your time, and uh, we look forward to the next episode. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you like what you're hearing, then I encourage you to visit WesYoungLive.com to explore some of the training programs Wes has built for you to learn how to master these methods. We'll see you soon for our next episode for the From Busy to Rich podcast with Wes Young.